Tracy Fields. And we have a guest. We do. Yeah, we're on a roll. We're on a roll with guests. Guest. And we're on a roll with recording. I mean, we went on a break for a month and a half, and now we are coming in hot. Well, we got to catch up a little bit. And, a little bit. and you know, it's like supply demand. Actually, you know what this is? Oh, shoot. No, that was the last one. Oh, yeah. You job. are episode two of season three. <laughs> How good do you feel right now? I'm like so, I was like, so what? ready. I was like, what is this? I know. No, should have told them that. Anyway. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So big plans this evening, Emily. Well, I was going to introduce our guest, but yes, back I do have big plans. Um, Todd and I are making bagels. What, what <laughs> led to this? You know you can buy those, right? You can buy okay, bagels. Calm down. Well, I'll tell you why we're making them. So uh, it was probably a year or so ago, I found this random recipe on Pinterest because Todd decided to get really healthy and he started doing pretty much keto. It's not completely, but that's the easiest way to explain it to people. Low carb, high protein, high fat, all that. So, and no sugar, which was a real bummer. So I found a few recipes that was like normal food, but keto. And it was this lady, she's in Texas. And so she has a kind of cookbook. I'm like, great. It's called Southern Keto. I'm here for that. Her um, biscuits and gravy recipe so good it's so good anyway i subscribed to her email list and i can tell both of you are into the story you're both on your phone no i i'm into it i'm so into it <laughs> i mean i can do both just uh, like going around on. actually oh was it you who facetimed earlier yeah was it ellie oh yeah when i watched it the guys were recording with us and i was like this is the realest of real you'll get with podcasting with us she always gets facetimed by her children hey let me just chase every time Speak okay. So, so what kind of bagels are you making? Okay. Let's talk about that. I'm telling you the story. <laughs> this is cool. So, anyway, she came out with a second cookbook. I'm okay. a part of her email list, and so they sent out a thing. It's kind of like a launch team thing. Hey, if we'll send you a book if you'll write a review. I love those. Uh, yeah. So I got the free book, the new one. Well, now we're like going through and making the recipes. So you know, we need to have a review. There's keto bagels in the book. Boom. Perfect. And are they and for last but no, no, they're plain. I mean you can flavor them up. Right. But they're plain bagels and then blackberry cream cheese. Is that like keto too? Yeah. Oh shoot. Oh, we eat so much cream cheese even though. Oh dang. Yeah. Oh, it's respect it, yeah. Yeah. I love cream cheese. All right. So we're making we're making bagels. Making some progress. Okay, so we have a guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, I am Ellie Fields. <laughs> You've it's been on the pod before. I don't think so. Right? No. I don't Daughter think so. of the renowned Tracy Fields. Oh, yeah, I was say, does it sound familiar? I, yeah. <laughs> does that sound familiar? I thought you were on the, the Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 the college one. That's yes. like a year, year that was ago. a long time ago. It's been a bit. I mean, this is a long time ago. I forgot about Yeah, we've been around for a while. Yeah. Old veterans here. Yes, so we wanted to have you in. Talk about your life. Oh, yeah. So start to finish. Start to finish. Okay. No, you moved to Tennessee when? Yeah, when I moved you? to Tennessee about eight months ago in November. Okay. So it was the day before Halloween. So oh, okay. last Which weekend. Which is very sad. That is yeah. sad because Halloween is Halloween's like my favorite on Park holiday. Street. It's my favorite holiday. Oh my and on Park Street, it's like yeah, huge. Park Street is so. pretty, pretty yeah. 
And it was kind of starting to like open back up sort of. Yeah. So people were like going to actually dress up and Mm -hmm. do all that. Yes. Okay. So what did you move there to do? So I moved to Tennessee to intern at a, um, a ministry called Community Servants. And so they are a uh, ministry based in Weary Housing, which is old Air Force housing, but it is um, home to a diverse like group of people and multicultural people. And so there's um, people from my church and there's also refugees and immigrants who live there. Okay. Um, and so, yeah. How did you hear about it? So I heard about that through my uncle and my cousins, my um, oldest cousin and one of the youngest cousins did it uh, who live in Tennessee. And so whenever I came back and I was telling them, hey, I think I want to move here. Like, I don't know what I want to do, though. They're like, you should look at this because that's basically what you wanted to do before COVID hit at your place. And so you should look at it, see it might not be open, but it might be. So that's how I heard about it. And that's how I decided to apply. So when you say refugees, because I've had this question numerous times, do you have a certain population that's there or is it just people from all over that wind up in that that Smyrna Nashville area that wind up getting housing there? Yeah, so it's people from all over. Um, we have a high Hispanic population mm-hmm. and then we also have a lot of people who are Burmese and uh, Karen. Okay. And so it is like a pretty diverse group, but yeah. um, a lot of families. So we'll have like cousins right here who are neighbors and then their grandma will live down the street. Uh, one of the houses, oh, and then nice. their brother will live up at the front of the apartments, and like we won't so figure that out for months. Yeah, That's basically. Area. So it's an entire. So it was old Air Force housing. Yeah. So once okay. that. Um, so they're flat, yeah. basically duplexes, and you they're can duplexes. drive through, and it's all okay. private yeah. property. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's really hard to explain, but they are like duplexes, kind of like a section of like. Uh, like an apartment complex. It would be like a cell village here. Like a, yeah. That kind of layout. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So it, it's a cooperative, which means that different churches, is that accurate? And different um, groups in the Smyrna area give money at church every week. And then a portion of that money goes to help pay for this ministry, basically. Yeah. So it is. And so I know that like my church life point, they fund some of it. Okay. Uh, so they have a hand in that. And then other churches also do that because it started with just a pastor who moved there, who got permission mm-hmm. to move there because it was really bad. It was a really bad place. Um, and so he got permission to do that. So like his church started funding it and then other churches started funding it. Um, and then once they really saw that the Lord was moving and that like just one unit mm-hmm. housing people was really helpful. They were like, oh, let's let's start doing this more. Nice. And more people wanted help. So can you give us, kind of tell us what your week looks like? Like you're there, um, you have another job or just this job? How does it work? And then what does your week look like? Yeah, so I have a job outside of this. They, If you're an intern, they will house you um, in exchange for 12 to 15 during the school year hours, work hours uh, during the school year. And then during the summer, it's like 20 to 25. And that differs. Um, So you really just have to be flexible. Um, That's what my boss says all the time. He's like, I just please be flexible because, yeah. um, I mean, you don't really know what's going to happen. But during the – if it's the school year and we have kids center, so um, they have certain hours that they request us to be there, so like a minimum of three days a week at kids center. What would happen um, in kids center? Yeah, so we have kids center every day that we have school. Mm-hmm. And so at 2.30 we go and we pick up the kids on certain days. The school is right behind the neighborhood. Oh, so nice. we go and they come out and we walk with them to the kids center because that's also in the neighborhood. 
Um, and there we open with catechism questions, basically, um, just trying to um, get them familiar with, you know, what did Jesus do for you? Who's Jesus? What, what does salvation mean? Like things that are really hard to understand um, in really simple formats. Uh, and so it's been really cool because at the beginning, like I could definitely tell they didn't really want to listen whenever I got there, even in October. And by the end of the school year, they were like asking their own questions. So like, oh, last week we talked about mm -hmm. salvation. Well, then what does this mean? And so That's we'll cool. do that. Uh, and then we have snacks and then we do love to learn because they don't have homework uh, in the district that we're in. But we still like so if they need help with their times tables, well, we'll do that. If they want to read, we'll do okay. that. Um, we have some kids who are special needs. So if they can't do that, well, we're going to color or we're going to try to do the alphabet, mm -hmm. things like that. Uh, and then we just play most of the time. So we'll go outside and we'll play. We'll stay inside and we'll do different games. Just engage with them. Like, yeah, because there's been so many transitions. So this is the last one before they go home. Um, and a lot of the families are big families. And so it's just like a place where it's like, okay, a little bit more energy. Let's get it out. Yeah. Um, but then we also have different days. So we have like culture day where we'll, where we'll learn about different cultures and what that is. And then we'll have um, a day where we will do the Bible lesson and we'll go through the whole story of that and what that looks like. And then we'll have science day or craft day. So it's just like things that keep them engaged. And then at the end of it, we always have a Bible verse per week. And so we'll go through that. Um, and then we'll kind of explain, what does this mean? What does that mean? Like, who do you think the living water is that we're talking about? Mm -hmm. um, because all of them correlate throughout the week. So you, then do they'll memorize center, it. you do that kids center every five days a week? Yeah, so it's okay. five days a week as long as, as we're long having school. Yeah. Correct, okay. Um, because most of the time, if there isn't school, then they aren't in the neighborhood there with other people. So it's like an after school oh, care, yes, basically. Yeah. Okay. So and, I'll have that five days a week. Um, and then we have youth on Mondays. And so that is sixth to 12th grade. They come, each of us, some of us will teach. Um, it's more discussion-based. Is that um, in the evening? Yeah, it's in the evening. And so they'll come, we'll go pick them up again, um, remind them to come. And then we'll just have dinner, we'll hang out, we'll talk, and then we'll go through the lesson and then we'll hang out again. And um, this is all within the complex. Yeah, so oh, this is all within the complex. It's like a multi-purpose center in the middle yeah, of the house. Kind of like a, a clubhouse at an apartment yeah, complex. Yeah, so a clubhouse at the apartment complex or like a youth building here. Yeah. So we have a kids center in the middle. Um, and then that's beside the learning center because we also do ESL. Oh, nice. Um, okay. So, yeah. So Monday nights is youth. Every day of the week is kids center. And then ESL is Tuesdays and Thursdays. So we'll do child care for that. And so like so that moms or dads can go or siblings can go and we can watch the kids yeah. without them being disruptive. Um, and then we also do trash. So since it's a private community, mm -hmm. it's so expensive to get uh, the garbage trucks to come and pick oh. up the trash. Um, but we house a lot of widows. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's units for widows who can't fully pay for themselves, um, who have a little bit, who just don't have anybody to check in on them. We're aware that they're there. And we'll go, um, but we get trash for them and a few other families, uh, Tuesdays and Fridays in the mornings. So there's a lot going on during So the what week. time do you start like on two? If you do trash on a Tuesday or a Friday, what time do you have to do Yeah, that? so most of the time if you're doing trash on the Tuesday, then we're like, okay, then we'll do ESL because we're already off of work. Um, so we'll get up at 8 and do trash. And then we'll pick up all the trash. So we'll wait because the dump won't be open. Then we'll go do ESL classes. So we'll keep the kids. Then after that, we'll go take the trash to the dump. So then that'll probably be done by 11. Now, a couple of times I've called you and you're like, I can't talk. I've got to mow. Yeah. So what does the <laughs> mowing look like? Because again, that's for the widows, yes, correct? Yes. Yeah. Not, so not for people who 
are able, who are able to do yes. it but for the widows. Okay. Yeah. So we mow several buildings. So it's not even just the widows. It's the learning center, which is huge. It's the mm-hmm. teen center. It's all the buildings that we have um, gotten permission to pay for and basically own in the community. Um, So like I own, like I own, my lawn is the girl's intern's house. Mm -hmm. And then I have two units that are on the same corner for Miss Hattie and then Miss Lucille used to live there, but she passed away. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I know them and they know me and they know, hey, like she's mowing my lawn once a week. Right. And so I have to do that once a week, um, just in the month where it's growing. So like yeah. it started in March this year and it'll probably go through October. So yeah, most right. of it, cause the weather's really similar to, okay. to Texas. Yeah, that's cool. So, you, so you mentioned a girl's intern, mm-hmm. um, housing or whatever. Yeah. So how many interns are there and what's the, the gender split on that? Yeah. So right now we have four girl interns and two guy interns. Um, two of the girls are about to leave um, just for school reasons. And the other girl has been there for about three years. Mm-hmm. And so she bought a unit or is renting a unit in the neighborhood still because um, she's developed friendships with them. But um, so there's four girls right now and there's four rooms in the girl intern house. So right now that's all that they are um, allowing. It would probably be different if let's say one of my friends went and moved in and we had four girls. I could say, oh, she can like stand there with me. So it's really here or there. Um, and then there's two guy interns. And again, their, their house has three bedrooms. They could be more or less depending on who's willing to serve. Um, so can anyone from around the nation basically apply for community servants and they wanted to do that? Yeah. So they encourage everybody to apply. If they come, we have a lot of teams come in the summer and we do a lot of labor for like mowing or fixing up units, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they're from everywhere. And so, um, we had some people come from Michigan and they were like, you know, if you want to come just do a summer or if you want to come do a year, like you can apply and we'll house you. Nice. Um, That's cool. So really it's from wherever. Yeah, if you, you want to dip your toe in the water, if you're not sure. You yes. Know, you're not yeah. To yeah. Time. It's like a good four months in the summer to where it's like, Oh, yeah. I could do this or, Oh, I don't think so. Yeah. So if you have someone now, like say, you know, you're involved in the young adult ministry here for the summer yeah. and you have a young adult who says, Hey, this sounds like something mm-hmm. I want to do. You know, um, obviously they could go to college and do that, but mm-hmm. let's just say that the Lord pricks their heart and they say, I want to be a part of this. Number one, what could they do uh, to best prepare themselves before, um, you know, moving there to do that or applying to do that. What's the best way to prepare for something like this? I would say the best way to prepare for something like this, which would be stateside missions or overseas missions, whether that be short term or long term, is to start doing it where you're at now. Mm -hmm. Um, Because just because you're somewhere else doesn't mean that you're going to want to do it. Um, It's a habit. Like it's hard to go and serve 25 hours a week whenever I'm serving 20 hours a week at a job that's paying me. Mm -hmm. Um, But so you're was, still working another yes, job. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You have a so, part-time job on top of doing Yes, this. yeah. But you relocated for this ministry. Yes, but I really put relocated because um, I knew that I wanted to do missions and I knew that, that was probably going to be stateside. Um, and I was doing it here. So I knew that that was something that the Lord was equipping me to do yeah. overseas. That being said, whether you're doing it here or not, the Lord can still be calling you. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you know, I would say the best way to prepare is one, spending daily time in the word, 
um, being plugged in with somebody discipling you or a group discipling you, um, and then being involved in the body mm-hmm. as long as the community, as well as the community. Right. Yeah. No, so, no. so what does it look like when you tell someone, okay, so I, I, I agree with you completely yeah. on those fundamental things. Um, on top of that, mm-hmm. how would you, if you, we've got guys and girls who are here who they're living in apartment complexes or yeah. living in a neighborhood, even like mm-hmm. they bought homes or they are renting somewhere, mm-hmm. how would you tell them to start doing what you're doing there, here? Mm-hmm. What would you say some, some good first steps would be? Yeah, so I would say one, I guess, like a very active, inactive stance, a lot of people could say is prayer walking. Mm-hmm. Get out and go pray over the neighborhood. Because mm-hmm. um, the Lord's already working there. But once you are fluent in talking to Him and engaging with the Holy Spirit and being aware of Him, like you're going to be much more inclined to see when He's going to go talk to people. It's like a um, first step into the work. Yes. You know, yeah. like, okay, I get that you're here. Now I want to be involved. Yeah, so plowing. Moment. It's like yeah. getting the field ready. Um, and that could be as simple as going out and walking in your neighborhood by yourself, praying, praying in your head. Yeah. Praying in your head. God, you know, I want to see this neighborhood, these people in this house, those children yeah. in the backyard come to know you use me in that. Yeah. Or just if you're walking, say, Lord, like that kid in the yellow shirt, you don't have to know him. Like I ask that he knows you. If not, like allow me to be able to speak into that or somebody else mm-hmm. just be active here mm-hmm. and you're going to see it. Yeah. Um, and then if their car breaks down on the side of the road when you're driving home, then you know, you're like, well, that's oh, the kid with the yellow shirt that I just prayed for. Maybe I don't need to look at this as an inconvenience, yeah. but as actually God orchestrating something yeah. for me to build a relationship, exactly. mm-hmm. not yeah. an intrusion on my time or, or yeah, because okay. it's super, it'll turn into that. It'll right. feel like, cause you're like, this is my home. I'm not working. Well, yeah. you know, yeah. right. It only okay, doesn't so come really at like a quote unquote good convenient. time. Yeah, it's know, never right. convenient. It's never convenient. It's never convenient. Yeah. I know one missionary, when Greg and I were on campus at the University of North Texas, he used to always say, you know, some, uh, someone would say, well, I don't want to inconvenience you. And he would say, my whole life is an inconvenience. Yeah. And his point in that is, it's about all these other people and, and That's doing right. things not on his, well, Jesus you know, was schedule. Like, Consistently and constantly inconvenient. Yes. You know, like, yes. not to throw the Jesus juke out. There but you go. it really is true. Right. Like, well, that, that is exactly how he right. looked. And, like, even looking back, like, I know, like, this past semester, the times where I spent the most time with people, I just remember, like, it was my free day. Like, it was my rest day. Sure. Yeah. It's like, well, they knocked on my door, and I'm like, well, dang, right. I don't have pants on. No, I'm not going to the store. But right. like, we spend four hours together, and right. or she just comes and like, says, well, I clean. Like, yeah. You really wanted to go to Target. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. Okay, so it's prayer like, walking. Prayer walking. That would be one thing. What would another thing uh, be? Go knock on their door. Yeah. That's yeah. a really easy, like, a really easy thing. I know that um, the Lord is really sweet whenever we moved into the apartments across the street here. Cause like within the, like while we were moving in, we saw a family who had already been connected with the church nice. who hadn't been coming. So that was a door open to where it's like, Oh, so it was very easy. Like we'll have you over whenever, whenever we get moved in and we yeah. did. And then they would come and be like, Hey, do y'all have milk for the baby? Or do you, can you take me to go get wipes? Like mm-hmm. stuff like that towards like, it was an immediate, like mm-hmm. just being available. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there are other times where it's like, we didn't really know people. So if we were walking, like we'd stop and be like, oh, hey, like, how are you? What's your name? And so that's how we got to know a lot of people. Um, we had a neighbor move in 
one point whenever me and Grace and Bex were there and Grace made them cookies. Oh, this was a fail. I will say it's like, this was a fail. But she like put them in a box and she wrote a note. She was like, hey, like me, this person, this person live here. Like here's our number if you need anything. Yeah. She's not to a guy that was our age. She was like really cute. Oh. She <laughs> saw him leaving and she was like, Oh no, so she like took the cookies back. back she the put cookies. them and she was oh. like, if they're still there whenever we get yeah. back, because we saw we him. Yeah. Cookies. And she did. Y'all are back. probably on a ring doorbell probably, and everyone has seen probably it. Probably yeah. somebody knows. They're but like, it's like, just, I mean, it might not work. Yeah. It might, that's the moral of the story. Like, it yeah. might it's not like work. It's like just trying to be a good guy. Like, just going right. to show up. Yeah. Just yeah. go introduce yourself. Like, it's hey, hilarious. I'm upstairs if you need something. Yeah. Let me know. Or, hey, I'm this house right here. Come yeah. knock if you need and anything. And guess what? If people don't know anyone and you've reached out, yeah. just, I mean, we laugh They're a lot because right. it's like, if you're just a little bit nice and just yeah. a little bit kind, that's right. it goes a long way. Exactly. People are not like that. Yeah. So, Somebody so, asked me the other day, they said, <laughs> How do you have, and I'm not saying I'm an expert at this, but no. I do talk to people yeah. that I don't know. You do. Is that about me? Oh, all the time. They're like, they said, uh, how do you have friends like all over the country? And I'm like, we just talk to people and we're, we're just nice. <laughs> they're like, how do you know this? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I'm like, wow, Tracy got back. has a lot of steps. I'm like, that's, I don't know. That's and, hilarious. And it normally is like we met at this random Thing. Yeah. yeah. Whether we were traveling or they were, you know, and it's like, so now we're just friends. Right. right. Yeah. There you well, go. and you believe in the sovereignty of God too. That's the right. Fact that yeah, God's orchestrated your steps. And what I think mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. one of the things you do is you don't take that for granted as, oh, okay, well, we just met these people in the nice. You're like, we made a connection. Yeah. We're going to follow oh, yeah. us through that. Yes. So, yeah. so you said prayer walking, maybe knocking on their door, mm-hmm. which I, I'm kind of interpreting that as being a good neighbor. Yeah. yeah. And then anything else, or th- does that pretty much sum it up? Or? I would just say having, like, if you're knocking on their door, have your door open. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just knock on their door and be like, hey, like, if you see me out, say, hey, just be like, no, like, I'm always home. Mm-hmm. And, like, literally leave your door open. Because yeah. it's like, I'll do that if I'm home. And People somebody will show up. Yeah. Somebody's going to come over. Yeah. And so. It's easy to put a pot of coffee on. It yeah. So it's easy, easy to put a pot of coffee on. It's like, I might not be able to go do something with you, but, like, I can pour us a bowl of cereal, like, yeah, yeah. and get people to come for a bowl of cereal. Oh, like, yeah. they want, because yeah. if they're not there for the food, that they're there to, like, talk. Yes. They're there for the, the relationship that's happening. Yeah, yeah, the food is the conduit, basically, yeah. just to kind of. Yeah. yeah. And, and one of the things I heard someone say one time is that you have these conversations that you think are not going to go anywhere, yeah. but the Holy Spirit takes those conversations farther than you could take yeah. them. And so it really does sow these seeds in people's lives. Mm-hmm that yield eternal, you know, yes. rewards, basically, yes. eternal mm-hmm. fruit. And so it's a big yeah. deal. So. And I think in those conversations, the Lord will lead them. And just yeah. know that, know, like, you're not the the mender. You're not the person who's going to fix them. Yeah. Um, and you can't. Mm-hmm. So whatever they're going to say, they're going to be broken. Like, just know, like, it's not on you to fix that. It's there for you. You're there to show up for them and yeah. to listen to them and put them to Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Holy Spirit will show you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, we overcomplicate it. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's just simple. It's just talking to people. Yeah. And you don't have to have all the answers. Them what you've been given, you know. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you don't have all the answers. Greg always says, uh, and it's like he's quoting someone else, so I want to make sure I said that, but he always says it, there was this phrase called, in the presence of the Lord evangelism, mm-hmm. that you, you don't have to do anything, but the Spirit of God is in you. Right. And that if you were just talking to people and spending time with them the holy spirit makes himself known somehow whether yeah. it's through like mm-hmm. oh what's different or why are they you know their uh-huh. disp- why is their disposition this way i mean it's just fruit that comes out of you mm-hmm. and uh yeah 
Well, so let me ask you this. How do you think you've changed this year? Um, obviously, it's been a pretty <laughs> oh. big year because, yeah. I mean, really, you moved away. Yeah. And you've had roommates mm -hmm. um, and you haven't been able to, you know, you can't just drive down the street because you moved nine hours away. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel like, I mean, is it something you could sum up to say, well, I think the Lord has shown me this about him or he's shown me this about me, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's something that I can sum up yet. Uh, I think that it's still in the process. Sure has been a lot. Cause I feel like he has just continually been, um, pulling me to points of surrender mm -hmm. in the sense of like, Hey, you can't control this. Mm -hmm. Or it's like, you're here. What now? Cause yeah. you're not relying on me. Um, and so I think that he's continually pulled me to that, to where it's a point of like, just, Hey, I can't do it. Like hands up, palms out. Like mm -hmm. I can't do it. Um, and he's come up and shown like, yeah, I know you can. And <laughs> you know, you can. So glad, yeah. Yeah, so glad that you know that. Let me do it. Like yeah. allow, like not allow me. Cause I mean, he's going to work whether I want yeah. him to or not. I can't like, will it. But yeah. he's like, except like, know this, know that I'm here, that I'm moving. Um, and it's not that everyone needs to move away from home necessarily, no. but that is a nice, like, it's honestly yeah. a platter. You just don't have the comforts of you don't. mom and dad exactly. and friends. Yeah. It's like, nope, you're out there and yeah. you really have to kind of fall into what you believe. Yeah. You know, like it's right there for you. And, and I think, think, oh, go ahead, Ellie. You well, can. I was going to say, I think that it was something that I had to do, but I didn't know I had to do. Like I wanted to move away and I want to do this, but I didn't realize how, um, this is a weird word to use, but how much like my parents or the body here or like my community here regulated me mm, yeah. um, and how I didn't realize like, no, like I, I'm easily not swayed, but like I'm not relying on the Lord the way that I need mm -hmm. to um, personally. Yeah. And so moving away showed me that and brought me to a point of, hey, you don't have to be able to do everything because you can't. Mm -hmm. Um, you moved now what? Like, look at that. You proved yourself to yeah. what? Yeah. Um, but then brought me closer to, you know, and the Lord's going to renew you. Yeah, for sure. I, I think it, it's a good segue here for me to just say to parents who are listening, mm -hmm. kind of how we worked through some of this. Mm -hmm. And I know you'll remember this, but like when Ellie said, you know, she, she had a year of college behind her, but then she was like, I want to do this. Yeah. This is the ministry I want to yeah. do. And I'm yeah. like, well, you can do that here. You know, and she's <laughs> like, no, I want to go. Yeah. And for us, one of the ways we talked ourselves through that, and of course, obviously it was the Lord too, was to go, this is a safe move. Mm -hmm. You know, she is moving somewhere where there is another church family there. Mm -hmm. There is a place where she can move into. And, and you know, I understand that there are people who um, their children move away and they think, well, that's not a safe move. Mm -hmm. um, Fortunately, that's not where we have been yet. Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't mean we won't be there. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, but I think the Lord knows what we need at what times, you know. And oh, so yeah. for us to know that she was moving to a place to where she's she wants to follow the Lord. Mm -hmm. She wants to do ministry. She needs to have this wide open space in order to move around in. But to know that she was moving to another church. Mm -hmm. There was a church there. Well, and there were believers that were going to be supporting yeah. her. And, and, and I would tag on to that. Your body here was 100% supportive of it because yes. yeah. not that you need to like prove that you could, but you were doing it. All those yeah. things you were doing here. And then you said, I want to go there and do it. So, you know, like it's sad that you left, but no one was like, what is she doing? Yeah. You know, it was like, 
oh yeah, of course she's doing that. Go. You can, you're always welcome back home, but go out and do that. You yes. know, like there's that whole community aspect mm -hmm. and support and mm -hmm. it probably was helpful for y'all. Oh, you know? it was. And it's really interesting. Um, you know, one of the things that she said that I want to jump back to was that, you know, she needed space mm -hmm. from us to grow up and mm -hmm. to do some of those things and to yeah. say, oh, wow, how do I work through relationship issues mm -hmm. with people when I can't run home? Mm -hmm. Or how do I work through this? Or, oh, gosh, you know, my car's not starting today. And then she, and so rather than one of us going out there, she has to go to someone in that community mm -hmm. to say, hey, I've got to have help with my car. Yeah. You know, um, it, it's, it's like your, your training wheels come off. You yeah. know, like you've been working and learning and you've been instilling in the kids, you know, all this time. And then it's like, okay, let's. Yeah. See what you can do. You and know? it shows us, like, especially that we are, like, the people that I'm ministering to are the same people that need to be ministering to me. Or it's like, I, they don't need the gospel more than I need it. That's right. And so it's like, I'm saying, oh, that's not an inconvenience if you come ask me. Mm -hmm. But that's not an inconvenience. Like, that's not too hard. That's not mm -hmm. too much. I'm like, well, I don't want to inconvenience them because yeah. my, my car won't start. It's like, okay, but that's what they're there for to yeah, do yeah, right. they're yeah. there to help me and if you're yeah. encouraging other people to come yeah. to you to let me help you then you have to be vulnerable to as be well to your receiver yeah. uh -huh. i mean the lord levels that playing field you know oh yeah is that what jason said yes, this past Sunday? Exactly. Like, yeah. you know the, the ground at the cross is level i mean right. all of us are, are in this together rich mm -hmm. or poor that's yeah. it you know yeah. we we all mm -hmm. have need each other so yeah, yeah that's exactly right well, thanks for talking to us. Oh, today. of course. We're like so happy for you. And it's lovely yeah. to have you home for a month. Oh, I know you. you'll be ready to get back, but yeah. it is nice to like, you know, like when people come back from being away, it's like some sense of normalcy. Yeah. yeah. Yay. But if she decides to stay home, she, she always has a place. <laughs> no, she, she, always has a place. <laughs> she always has a place always here does. in our hearts. The coffee's better here. That could be true. I mean, that could be true. true. Yeah. That could be true. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, well. We love well you. Follow up with Ellie while she's here. Hang out there. I have no idea when this is going to go We out. can post the so. link to community service yes, uh, on, on Instagram. And Tracy will make sure that happens. Well, I'll rely on someone who can make that happen. She for sure will. All right. Okay, well, until next time, we will talk to you later. Talk to you later. Mm -hmm.